My name is Barry Robertson, the founder of The Grey Hill, and this is Insights, the podcast, your behind the scenes to theatre. Take your seat, the show is just about to begin. Welcome to the Grey Hill scriptwriting competition in partnership with the University of Highlands and Islands. Don't forget to check out our website in the description to vote for this play to win the competition. In this episode, we listen to Jane Burry, who wrote Wolves. A wolf howl signals that things have changed in the Scottish Highlands. Ten years post-pandemic, a widow and her daughter enjoy the safety and normality of their small family farm. Safe, it has always been that way. But beyond rural scenery, the world is in flux, and what was once safe becomes a beacon for danger. Performed by Lucy Hogarth, Lucy Alcock and Kelvin Taylor. Enjoy the production. Thank you for joining us, Jane. Could you tell us a little bit about Wolves and the plot? Okay. Um, I, I I love things to do with the environment um, and I have lived both in the city and in the middle of nowhere. I currently live in the middle of nowhere and I've always felt safer living in the middle of nowhere. But I'm also interested in when things go into flux and if you turn things upside down and put them on their head and then what would happen? And so I wondered how round here I sort of run round the hills in the dark with my head torch on. I'm always perfectly happy. If you asked me to do that in a city, I wouldn't want to do that. And I wondered what would have to happen in order for me not to want to do that? How could I make um, a rural environment feel unsafe really quickly? Um, what, What would that take? So that's kind of where it was coming from. Brilliant. And can you tell us about the characters within Wolves? Yeah, um, so um, the the wolf side of it, so the wolves themselves are kind of the thing that Eleanor, the mum, is frightened of because they haven't been around in her lifetime. They've only just been, some nutters introduced them back and they've kind of bred and they're back as top dog predators again. Um, So they really scare her and so she's kind of walking around constantly being just overwhelmed by the situation in which she finds herself in you know she's struggling to keep things going but she feels really safe in her wee farm right she's miles from these cities where all this hideous stuff's going on and kicking off Joe her daughter's in her 20s she's a bit more sassy she's like what's your problem mum um and she she's kind of a bit tougher and got a bit more together um and then we've got Rob so Rob I've got like because I write, when I write, I see characters um, and I'm a little bit worried that this is all kind of audio and things like that. But um, Rob is a real, uh, really quite psycho looking, right? He's got that kind of vertical stare that you just kind of go, whoa, there is something wrong with this guy. 
but he can flick really between this really charming person that's totally believable and all of a sudden he could just give you this look and you go oh I've got shivers down my back what what's he about so you never really know who he is is he Rob or is he the good guy um, and it, it, it's kind of up for the audience to decide at the end who he is um, nice. and that's Nice one. Um, and what was the inspiration for writing Wolves? Um, I, a couple of things. Um, <laughs> I got bitten by a cat last year and I landed up in hospital with sepsis. I, was, I had a lot of time on my hands um, to think and I had to spend a lot of time just sitting down looking out at the hills. Um, and I wondered what would happen if suddenly I saw something that I didn't expect to be there. And that was literally where it started from. Good inspiration then for it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that's great about this is that you're in the final of this competition. How do you feel to be in the final? Um, I have a phrase which I use which is excited, um, which is when you feel really excited about something but a little bit sick at the same time. <laughs> that's kind of where I am at the moment. I'm sure we can all refer to being sick-sighted. Um, I know I get it quite often as well. <laughs> um, one of the things about this competition are people are going to vote after watching this video um, on their favourite. Why should they vote for Wolves? Um, I think that it's uh, something that explores what's happening right now without being all about COVID or all about this or all about the environment. It's, it's taken a mixture of things that impact all of us and it's just a question about what would happen if. Um, and hopefully people can identify, um, especially with, with Eleanor and Joan, that feeling of thinking that you're safe um, and then not feeling so safe. Uh, one last question for me. Um, if you won, what would it mean to you? Um, an enormous dose of um, belief. <laughs> um, so I think it, it would be the difference between jotting things down in a notebook and flinging them in the corner, which if you could actually see my messy desk, you'd understand what I mean by that. Um, and, and, and not submitting or submitting and then attracting to actually thinking, OK, so maybe just maybe I could look at writing another play um, and maybe having the confidence to do that. Brilliant. People should continue to expect delay, daily electricity and food shortages across Scotland and should avoid travelling by car wherever possible. Food prices in Aberdeen have hit an all-time high with bread costing anywhere from £4.90 in rural areas to £10.40 in the city. Riots in and between Edinburgh and Glasgow continue for the fourth day with casualties filling the SECC in Glasgow and in Edinburgh Waverley Station is being used as a temporary hospital following the destruction of the Royal Infirmary last month. The army is continuing to hold their line under increasing violence, but roads and rail lines are blocked in all directions, in and out of the cities. Residents are being evacuated wherever possible. Jeez, it's getting worse. I don't understand what's got into people. It's like the whole world has gone mad. I hope it calms down soon. That's all loaded, Mum. You want me to run this up the hill and feed the ewes? She could be going up there again. I could get some potatoes on for mash and... No worries, but I won't eat. Jamie said he would meet me down at the pub in the vain hope to have some beer in. Why not come too? Nah, that would involve me getting a hairbrush out. And I don't think I've seen one of those since, oh, last Christmas? Shh!
Where? Where are they? They're just on the floor of the valley, heading towards the village, or, or our track. Oh, shit. They will decimate our flock if they head up here. How many are there? Hand me those old binoculars from the shelf. I can just see them against the snow. Two, seven, I make ten. Christ, that's much more than last year. Mum, they're not that bad. It's only if you bump straight into them. They didn't take that many last year. Just what they needed to when the deer were few and far between. Deer have had a good year too. Hundreds of them now. All might just balance each other out without involving us. I'm not so sure, Joe. They are predators at the end of the day. Flush! Josh! At least they won't come up here with us peering around. Awesome! They're looking straight at us. It's okay, as long as they keep moving. Don't turn up. Please don't turn up. It's okay, Mum. Past our track now. Must be heading to the village to raid bins. I can't believe they were rumoured to be extinct before I was born. I'll go feed these ewes and I'll be back in ten minutes, max. Just in case. Take the dogs too. Just in case. Right. Pull yourself together. Let's get the lights back. Oh, great. Just what I need. They are just cute, fluffy puppy dogs, really. Flopsy, flipsy puppy dogs with pointy ears and bloody big teeth. Can't believe it's only taken 10 years and humans are shading top spot with wolves. Who would go release nothing like that into the wild? Oh, I'd rather have you guys for company. Jeez, oh, when will it get easier? Sorry, sorry, it's only me. Ran out of fuel halfway up, bloody thing. You got another head torch. This one is useless. I mean, look at it. I can see the speedo on the bike and that's about it. We really need to get the lights fixed, Mum. Yes, yes, I know. You okay? You look a bit white. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just knackered. Go to bed, I'll not be long. Thanks, but I'd rather wait for you. Mum, I'm 23 for God's sake. If Dad was still here, he would have packed me up off to run Grandad's farm years ago. Well, he isn't, and we don't have Grandad's farm anymore. <sighs> At least we have this place. Miles from anywhere. We are lucky. I always feel safe here. Well, except for the wolves. <laughs> if you say so. Right, I'll be back in ten. Done? It's on the bike, Mum. Bloody rats! This is the nine o'clock news. Officials have confirmed today that both Barlini and Sultan prisons have been breached. Prisoners did not harm anyone as they left en masse after a synchronised breakout happened at both prisons, simultaneous at 1pm today. It is thought that the prison break has been organised by a criminal gang connected with the riots in the two cities. In other news, and in look north tonight, why our Highland police are being relocated to deal with city riots. Dr Montgomery explains why our Highland population is in less need than others. Typical. What little we have left they send to the cities. <sighs> Shit. Shit. Why in the hell would you do that, Eleanor? For goodness sakes, how long have you lived here? All your life and you can't find the light switch that's been here forever. Come on, woman. It's only a few wee puppy dogs. Aha. Mum, it's freezing. Time to go in. I've got about 20 minutes to get down to the village.
Sure you won't come? Uh, I, I, yes, actually, I will come. <laughs> it's midnight, and here is news. Fears arise as food shortages worsen. Beep, Lothian farms set ablaze by rioters. Bleep, Holyrood is relocated to a secret location as violence in the continue, city continues to rise. This is James Woods, and... <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Oh, I'm sure I saw a light on in here. I could have sworn. Anyway, that was a great night. I've not laughed so much since. Can you? Can you smell that? What, Mum? Wolf poo? No, I can't. What are you on about, women? No, no, seriously. Can you smell that burning smell? It's like uh, paraffin? What the hell is paraffin when it's at home? Fuel for burning. Mum, you have lost it. Nobody has enough fuel to run a car, never mind burn. It's different. We used to use it when I was a kid for heating land sheds and greenhouses. I haven't smelt that smell for years. Mum, you haven't had a drink in years and you had several tonight. Think it's maybe that rather than some phantom fuel from your childhood returning to haunt you. Ooh. Oh, you. Okay, you're probably right. Mum, Floss would have gone apeshit if anything was burning around here. True. Bedtime, I guess. Headache tomorrow. Serves you right. <laughs> okay, okay. I remember to feed you every day, don't I? Goodness. No food shortages here, mate. You live in a farm in case you hadn't noticed. Another day in paradise then. Oh, Jesus, my head. I thought I would sleep like a log, but in the middle of the night I woke with such a start. Couldn't sleep after that. Must be Mo's dodgy wine. <laughs> Oh, thanks for letting me join you guys last night. It really, really made me feel so much better. I thought I was going mad yesterday. Just felt really unsettled and watched. Watched? What do you mean? Watched, you know, if someone was watching. Joe, the gun. What? Watching the gun, what? No, no, the gun, it's gone. What, don't be daft. Who? Maybe I left it on the quad. That's it, I'll check. No, we went to the pub on the quad. Okay, let's think. We were a bit tipsy. Maybe I moved it. Your father taught you better than to touch a gun when you'd been drinking, Joanna Riley. It's been taken. Taken by who? Wolves don't carry guns, Mummy. Look, I know that gun was up there last night and I know that I could smell paraffin in here and... Something's not right, Joe. Mum, the dogs. The dogs would have gone crazy if someone came in here. I know, I know what you're saying, but something, something, my head torch, it's gone. Are you sure? It wasn't working properly. Sure you didn't just stick it in your pocket? No, because I took yours, remember? I left it here after it cut out on me. Something's going on, Joe. Something very weird is going on. Okay, let's calm down and go have a look in the house with the torch. I'll go up the hill and check I didn't let the gun slip off from the bike on the way back down last night. We can have a cup of tea and retrace our steps after breakfast. I'll go get the eggs from the girls, you go put the kettle on. You're right, of course. I'm just overreacting. Old Josh could have nipped over and borrowed it for something, couldn't he? That's most likely, yes. That will be it. Old Josh. <laughs> of course. Josh, I should have thought that before. Okay, enough. Let's get breakfast. 
It's 2 p.m. and here is today's news. Sources confirm that the prison breaks were connected and likely to have been conducted by the displaced drug lords who have been the only positive casualty since COVID. A farm in Lothian is now surrounded by the army following its forced takeover yesterday by rioting gangs. The Prime Minister has finally declared a national state of emergency and admits that things have gotten a little out of control. A spokesperson from military command assures that rioter and criminals will be curtailed and brought back to heel. Good God, they have started then. The wolves. So much for just taking the deer. Mum. Bloody things. I tell you, whoever set them loose again will get their comeuppance. I cannot. Mum. What? What is it, Joe? Tell me. It wasn't the wolves. Look, I know you love them, are fascinated by them, but... Mum, it wasn't the wolves unless they have learnt to shoot. What? Its back leg is missing. I know. Funny, after 20 years working with sheep, I noticed that one too. And in other news, reports suggest that one of the escapee prisoners who broke free from Berlin yesterday is 48-year-old Cameron Marston. The fugitive is said to have been an ex-Royal Marine gone bad after sporting a gap in the criminal market of Glasgow. In recent years, he was described as a kingpin in an extensive and particularly brutal drug cartel. Stepping into the breach of the criminal overlord Archie Crow after he disappeared during the COVID outbreak of 2020. Marsden brought the rioting city to heel, but was turned in by his own mafia in return for a large reward. An inside source suggests that it was always the plan to break Marsden out of prison once a dedicated army had been raised. Bloody electricity cuts. Okay, so who shot the sheep, Mum? Mum? I'll be getting dark soon. Mum, you need to hold it together. What do we do? Shall I call the police? Yes, um... Let's go inside and do that. And this? What shall we do with it? Put it on the quad. If we take it up the hill, we can feed it to the wolves. There's no point in them picking a live one off when they can have what's left of that. So much for the police. Be with you as soon as possible, Mrs Bruce. Not a problem, Mrs Bruce. We are sure it's nothing to worry about, Mrs Bruce. Two hours later, and so not so much as a bloody phone call. Hello? 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 I can't believe it. Ten years and the mobile mass are still useless. We've gone back into the dark ages, Joe. No mobile, no internet, television. That only runs six hours a day. Power cuts and no fuel. H.G. Wells would be bloody delighted. Okay, Mum. I'll run back up the hill quickly with his feet. No, Joe, don't be daft. You can't go out there. Mum, the snow's already falling. It's still light. I'll take floss and be back in five minutes. But we don't know what happened. What if... Mum, we can't afford to have hungry sheep that start wandering away from the settings. You know that. Whoever shot that sheep is long gone. There weren't even any footsteps near the sheep in the snow. We just needed to assume there was some kids from the village mucking around. It's Jamie. I left a message earlier saying I could use some help. I'll get him to take me up now with the feed. You stay here with Floss, and I think we'll all head back down to the village and see if anyone down there knows anything. But... Oh, get lost, rats. You're the last thing I need to deal with tonight. Who... Who the hell are you? Captain Rob Adamson, miss. 
Sorry to scare you. It's cold tonight. Keep away. Joe and Jamie will be back any second. You get going now before they do. Please, ma'am. I, I just need a place to get out of the snow tonight. I wonder if you wouldn't mind letting me sleep in your barn for a few days. Where did you come from? You're not from around here. Edinburgh, well, that's the last place I'd call home as such. It's been a while since I... Why, why are you down here then? Why are you here in my barn? I was finally allowed to return home from Syria to Edinburgh, where everything I knew and loved had perished in the pandemic. I've been homeless ever since, just drifting around trying to make some sense of it all. My heart bleeds. That doesn't tell me why you're skulking about my barn. As I said, ma'am, I just need shelter. Look, I know I look like a tramp, but you can trust me. I'm an honest guy. Try to stay that way. We are miles from any road. Nothing comes up here these days except sheep feed and an occasional delivery for the pub. Why are you here? The pandemic seemingly did us all a favour by ruining every dirty cr criminal and drug dealer out there. A cashless society, no one walking the streets for months. It destroyed them. Most of them ended up in the streets with the rest of us, destitute. Yeah, there were benefits. Go on. Well, they have had enough of slumming and they are regrouping, building small armies, utilising the homeless, you might. No one has ever cared about the displaced and homeless, even less so during the lockdowns, fuel shortages and blackouts. A dead homeless person is less of a social burden than a live one. Cooperate or what the bad kids used to do with the cats and fireworks look like a nursery rhyme. Doesn't explain why you've walked all the way up here. That must be 120 miles. I have skills, you might say, that they want. It was only a matter of time before I'd be forced to choose a side. Choose a criminal life and finish my days bumping off competitors and depressing anyone that gets in their way. Kids, women, they don't care. And given bullets are in short supply, death is never quick and painless. I made a break for it. They can't find me here. And where are the police in all of this? Involved. Not in a good way. So you fancied a life in the countryside? The new criminals want revenge, wealth and entertainment. They are literally creating new armies. They won't stop until they are back running the show and they won't be content with what they had before. They want more. A lot more. I could help you, work for you, protect you in return for food and shelter. That's it. An honest day's work for an honest day's pay, just until they forget about me. But nobody can know I am here. The dogs, they never barked at you? No, they didn't. That's Joe and Jamie. Please, if the village know I am here, I am as good as dead. Hide, quickly. You guys go on ahead. I'll I'll come down in the quad in a minute. Floss has been sick. I think she's eaten that rotten rabbit again. I'll give her some char charcoal to sort her tummy out. Yes, I'm sure I'm fine. I won't be long. Okay, I've no idea why, but okay. You look awful. Well, a homeless man on the run from a bloodthirsty drug cartel living in a Scottish house for a week has little call for soap and razor. What special skills, exactly? 
the kind you'll want to have around when the criminals leave the cities looking for their new armies. Think about it. You have 600 ewes delivering 1,200 lambs year on year, potatoes, oats. Whoever controls the farms controls the government. And although you are tiny, you're one of them. Impossible. And what about the police, the army, etc? They won't put up for it? Wake up, darling! They're all a part of it. They are paid off by the highest bidder. As long as people get their McDonald's in their bear, they don't really care who's running things. If things stay the same on the surface, so what if a few puppet strings are hanging about? Always been that way. You just choose to see it now. I just, I just can't take this in. I know, I know. It must be really hard for you and Joe out here alone. No husband? Um. No, no, Jim never came back from Syria. I um, I never found out what happened to him. Nobody seems to be able to tell me. Sure, sure, that must be really tough. Lots of work around here too. Well, we get contractors in to do the big stuff. Always felt safe here and what else could we do? Why don't you go into the house once I've gone and shower, whatever, help yourself to some food? Um, I'll uh, I'll go to the village and um... sorry here I almost forgot. Thanks. I guess you go hungry, huh? No, it was it was really sick. Can't stand to see a vulnerable creature left to the wolves in such a way. Um, no, well, thanks, thank you. I'll take this down to the village and say I um I found it. No worries. Okay, well, I'll go on. Um, how do we work this? I mean, how do... Don't worry about it. You will hardly know I'm here. Just do what you do and I'll lie low for a few weeks. Then I'll be gone. Oh, okay. Um, and the armies and everything, what should I do? Don't worry. Leave that with me. Right, okay. And now the news. Investigators announced that it's likely Cameron Marsden, the ex-Marine turned mafia boss who reportedly escaped from prison yesterday, is likely to have escaped up to four days previously and that the prison break only served to provide a distraction and cover his tracks. In an interview, Captain Rob Adams of the 45th Commandos commented, Marsden is a highly trained killer and as such should not be approached by the public. Any possible sighting of this man should be reported immediately. We suspect he's gone into hiding, but we are confident we are doing everything to bring this dangerous criminal to incarceration. And now the weather. Did you enjoy the production? Jane said, I thoroughly enjoyed and learned so much for being part of the Greyhound University of Highlands and Islands scriptwriting competition. I hope this short play entertains you, perhaps on your commute to work, perhaps as you feed the sheep, or write an essay for university. Whatever you find yourself doing, I hope that playing with the concepts of rural and urban in your mind will distract and entertain you, for a little while at least from our slow trudge out of lockdown towards a new normal. If you would like for Jane to win the competition, go to our website www.thegreyhill.com forward slash script comp 
See the description of this podcast for more information and check out our next episode as we listen to Starcrossed, written by Sarah Hawke and performed by Alicia Leons, Lucy Black and Kelvin Taylor. I'm Barry Robertson and you've been listening to Insights, the podcast, a production from The Grey Hill. Visit thegreyhill.com and become an exclusive member for free where you get behind the scenes footage and all the latest information before everyone else. Listen to this production again wherever you access our podcasts and look out for our exclusive Spotify episodes. Join me next week for another Insight podcast. Thank you.